This is Meditations for Misfits. My name is Fred Gruy. Several years ago, when I was living in England, I can remember watching a television program one night, and there was a commercial came on that I have held dearly in my heart for a long time. The commercial showed two uh, German men, obviously the German Coast Guard, one an older man and one obviously a new recruit. Now, they were speaking in German, so you had no idea what they were saying, but you could get the gist of it by uh, their body language and what they were doing. And so the older German man is showing the young recruit how everything in the control booth works. He's flipping levers and switching switches and saying this does this and this does that, and he's showing the young recruit around and then finally he slaps the young recruit on the back and walks out of the room and the young recruit is sitting there wide-eyed in front of all this equipment it's obviously his first day on the job and as he's sitting there a voice comes through the loudspeaker in english and it says mayday mayday we're sinking we're sinking and the young German Coast Guard recruit is flipping switches and moving letters and le- levers and looking around for help. And the voice comes on again, Mayday, Mayday, we're sinking, we're sinking. And finally, the young German Coast Guard man flips a switch and grabs the microphone and says, This is a German Coast Guard. What are you sinking about? And then a the logo for Berlitz, the language company, flashed on the screen and an announcer tried to talk you into buying their language program so that you could speak another language when you needed to. But that commercial has stayed with me because there were two people in the commercial using the same word, sinking, but they obviously meant very, very different things. And I think we do that a lot in our world today. And And the word soul is one of those words we do that with. When I use the word soul and what you hear in the word soul can be very, very different things. And we assume, we assume each of us understands exactly what we're talking about. And I don't know that we do. So I'd like to spend a few moments talking about what it is I mean when I use the word soul in these podcasts so that you and I can at least try to be on the same page. Now, of all the descriptions of soul I've come across, I think my favorite is uh, one that Parker Palmer uses in his book, A Hidden Wholeness. It's a metaphor he learned while he was reading Thomas Merton. And Palmer says, the soul is like a wild animal. Like a wild animal, the soul is tough, resilient, resourceful, savvy, and self-sufficient. It knows how to survive in hard places. And Palmer says, I learned about these qualities during my own bouts with depression. In that deadly darkness, the faculties I'd always depended on collapsed. My intellect was useless. My emotions were dead. My will was impotent. My ego was shattered. But from time to time, deep in the thickets of my inner wilderness, I could sense the presence of something that knew how to stay alive when the rest of me wanted to die. That something was my tough and tenacious soul. Parker continues, yet despite its toughness, the soul is also shy, just like a wild animal. 
it seeks safety in the dense underbrush, especially when other people are around. Now, if we want to see a wild animal, we know the last thing we should do is go crashing through the woods, yelling for it to come out. But if we will walk quietly into the woods, sit patiently at the base of a tree, breathe with the earth, and fade into our surroundings, the wild creature we seek might put in an appearance. We may see it only briefly and only out of the corner of an eye, but the sight is a gift we will always treasure as an end to itself. I think that is a lovely description of this concept we use when we say the word soul. Now, when I use the word soul, I'm not talking about some invisible aspect of us that will live forever and ever and ever. I'm just talking about it in the most practical of ways. When I use the word soul, I'm just talking about whatever that thing is in you and me. It's the combination of all of our life experiences, our beliefs, our teachings, our culture, our genetics, everything that, that makes me me and you you, whatever that is. That's what I mean when I use the word soul. I'd like to end the podcast a little differently today. I'll give you a, a, a brief meditation or reflection that you can either you know, use right now if you can, if you're not walking or reading or something. Or maybe later tonight as you're going to bed and your head hits the pillow, you might think about uh, Parker Palmer's description of the soul as a wild animal. And so uh, here's a brief little reflection you can do for that time. Imagine you're walking into the forest. It's a cool spring day. The sky is blue, big white puffy clouds, and you're just meandering into a familiar spot in the woods. And you see a big old tree that looks comfortable and as luck would have it, there's a nice dry rock at the base of a tree that you can sit on and lean back against the tree. And you sit and you settle down and you get quiet and you wait for that wild animal to maybe put in an appearance. That wild animal deep inside that has helped you get through so many things you never thought you would get through times when you thought, boy, I'll never get out of this. And somehow you did. And that shy, wild animal that is tenacious is in there quietly. And you just sit and you wait and you breathe. And you smell the mulch and the rustle of the leaves. And you just relax and are quiet waiting to allow that very deep, shy, real, strong part of you to maybe just put in a brief appearance. And you just wait until maybe, maybe you'll see something. Thanks so much for allowing me to join you for these moments on your journey today. And as always, if you'd like to contact me, my email address is fred at fredgruy.com. <laughs>